Hello and welcome to another episode of Jargon Busters. This is your host, Kitanjali Devaka. Do you know what capital gains are? How are capital gains taxed? Joining us today to discuss more is Business Lines Research Analyst Satya Santanam. Hi Satya. So for starters, what are capital gains? Hi Kitanjali. Capital gains losses arise on sale of capital assets. Now, capital assets refers to properties such as home, land, stocks, bonds, mutual fund units, etc. Remember, movable property held for personal use by the taxpayer or for any member of his family dependent upon him is not considered a capital asset. Let's take a car for instance. Because it is used by the taxpayer for his or her personal use, no capital gains will be taxed on the sale of car. However, jewelry, costly stones, ornaments made of silver, gold, platinum or any other precious metal, archaeological collections, drawings, paintings, sculptures or any work of art shall be considered as capital asset even if used for personal purposes. On selling a capital asset, if the sale consideration you receive is more than the cost of the asset, that profit is considered a capital gain, which will be chargeable to tax. But if the amount you receive on selling the asset is less than its cost, you incur capital losses. I've heard that there are short-term capital gains and long-term capital gains. How do you determine if a capital gain is for a short-term or a long-term? Any asset that is sold after 36 months or three years of acquiring it is generally considered a long-term capital asset and any gain on it are called long-term capital gains. Okay, so if an asset is sold within three years from purchasing it, then the asset is a short-term capital asset and any gains on it are called short-term capital gains, correct? Yes, but there are some specified assets for which the period of holding criteria is not 36 months, but only 12 months, that is one year. And what would those assets be? like listed equity shares or other listed securities, units of equity mutual funds, zero coupon bonds are some of the assets which classify as long-term capital assets immediately after 12 months or one year. For these assets, three-year criteria will not be applicable. Speaking of equity shares, Satya, I remember that in 2018, there was a reintroduction of sorts with regards to long-term capital gain taxes on equities. What is it? Earlier, the long-term capital gains on equity shares were not taxable. From financial year 2018-19, any realized long-term gains from equities over and above 1 lakh rupees in a financial year is taxable at 10%. But there's some relief that will remind us of our grandfathers. If listed equity shares are sold on or after April 1, 2018, the long-term capital gain on such listed equity shares up to January 31st, 2018 will be grandfathered. That is, capital gains from date of purchase till January 31st, 2018 will continue to be exempt from tax and only long-term capital gains made after January 31st, 2018 till the date of sale will be taxed. Now, that's a term I haven't heard yet, grandfathered. So what are the rates at which short-term and long-term capital gains are taxed? Short-term capital gains are generally included in the gross total income of the taxpayer and will be taxed at the normal rates. 
except for assets such as equity shares mutual fund units where the short term capital gains are taxed at 15% long term capital gains are generally subject to tax at 20% but in case of listed equity shares or mutual fund units as i said earlier the long term capital gains in excess of 1 lakh rupees a year are chargeable to tax at 10% in case of any other listed securities or zero coupon bonds long term capital gains are taxable at lower of the following that is 1 20% after taking benefit of the indexation or 2 10% without taking benefit of indexation now what is indexation benefit we started the podcast by saying that capital gains are calculated by deducting the cost of the asset from the sale value right yes This computation of capital gains slightly varies in case of long term capital assets. Here from the sale value we need to deduct the indexed cost of acquisition to arrive at capital gains. Now indexed cost of acquisition is computed with reference to cost inflation index that is CII. This cost inflation index is a tool that factors in the yearly increase in asset cost due to inflation. the index value is given for each year based on inflation in the country for example the cost inflation index for financial year 2015 is 240 while for financial year 2020 it is 289 so how is the index cost of acquisition calculated the formula for indexed cost of acquisition is original cost of acquisition of the asset into cii for the year of sale divided by cii for the year of acquisition by doing this the inflation component in the capital appreciation of the asset will be eliminated and only the real capital appreciation will be considered for capital gains so the cii refers to the cost inflation index correct exactly yes okay gitanjali there are some deductions and exemptions as well that one needs to take note of while calculating capital gains The applicable provisions in the Income Tax Act are Section 54 to 54 GB. Okay. We'll discuss one section here. As per Section 54, when the long-term capital gains from selling of a residential house property are reinvested in another residential house property, then the capital gains on it to the extent reinvested will be exempt from tax. The condition here is that purchase of new house. should be made within 1 year before or 2 years after the date of sale in case of construction of the new house the time limit is within 3 years after the date of sale remember here if the new house purchased or constructed is sold within 3 years of its acquisition the whole capital gains exemption obtained will be withdrawn in the year of new asset sale okay that makes sense The other sections such as section 54B, 54D and section 54EC etc talk about such exemptions for other capital assets. Those interested can refer to them on the income tax website. All right. One more thing Gitanjali, when the total income of a taxpayer includes short or long term capital gains as we discussed, he or she will not be allowed to claim deductions under chapter 6A of Income Tax Act from such capital gains income. By the way, Chapter Six A are deductions that include ATC deductions under Income Tax Act. So the ATC deductions cannot be claimed out of the short term or the long term capital gains that one has. Wow, that's a lot of information. Thanks a lot, Satya. 
Tune in next week for another episode of Jargon Busters. Until then, follow us on our podcast channel, Business Line Podcast, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and our website, www.thehindubusinessline.com. Thank you.